You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to episode number 33 of the Travel Talk Weekly Show, titled Get America Traveling Again, Part 1. Original air date, May 26th, 2020. We hope you had an amazing Memorial Day weekend with whoever you spent it with. Whoever, family, friends, relatives. I know that we just sat at home and worked (laughs) on this very show. Last week's very popular episode was Travel First that happened in different cities. Yeah, we hope that you enjoyed that. I enjoyed learning some new things, that's for sure. I don't think I knew any of them, except the London Tube. I kind of knew that one. (laughs) If you listen to Disney Travel Secrets, you know we just did a very quick trip to Disney Springs to be there for the grand reopening. And that short getaway is the inspiration for this week's show. It really is time to get America traveling again. Yeah, it really is the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. And what we have been waiting for, really, for the last two months. This was the first time that you and I had gone and stayed outside of our home, so at a hotel, and we do this all the time, but we hadn't done that for eight years weeks. So we're really excited as well because we're starting to see a sharp increase in travel bookings and they're kind of being broken down into four different categories as far as what we currently are booking. You're right about the increased bookings because compared to April, May's sales are through the roof and we're very excited. And that's kind of what we use as our indicator as, okay, when is travel going to start happening again? And looking at our bookings and when they're happening is the big indicator. We will go back to the theme parks. We will attend sporting events. We will go out to dinner and a movie. We're almost there. When it comes to the shutdown here in the U.S., I think a lot of people look at the theme parks as their barometer. Like they kind of looked, when are the parks going to open? And that's what a lot of people were basing their opinion on. Most people were saying, okay, as soon as Disney opens, that is when the theme parks are going to open. But That is not what is happening right now. And so, yeah, we thought Disney would open first and then Universal will follow. Well, guess what? Universal beat him to the punch by opening up CityWalk. So the whole country is waiting. And as soon as both of these parks are open, there will be a nationwide collective sigh of relief. So kudos to Legoland in Florida because they are actually opening June 1st. So they have a set day. And we've never been there, so we may want to go check it out. I think we should. I I don't know why we've never been there. It's just one of those things. When we go to a theme park, it's going to be Disney, you know, nine times out of 10, maybe eight times out of 10. And then the other two times, it will be Universal. Universal has the proposed dates of June 1st and 2nd to get their employees up to speed. And on June 3rd and 4th to open to special invited guests and some pass holders, whatever the heck that means. And June 5th, they will be open to the public. We have an open reservation from June 2nd till July 7th, just to make sure we are there when it opens. Hopefully, we'll get in on either the 3rd or the 4th. We'll definitely be going live, ironically enough, on our Disney Facebook page for sure. Yeah, well, and the reason we we actually, our reservations are to stay at a Universal property. And so there's not reservations to get into the park, but we do know that they are going to have limited capacity. And usually, this is very typical, I know Disney does this universal, when they go through phased closures, the people who are annual pass holders or who are staying on 
property are the ones that have access. So we jumped on that even before they made the big announcement. Right. So they had the proposal out there, which from what I hear, understand, has been approved. So I think I think June 1st and 2nd, if, if June 5th is the date they're going to open to the public, then I think when they were talking about June 1st and 2nd, that's to get the employees up to speed. And the fact that we could make a reservation on June 2nd, which we have. So our original reservation was going to be June 2nd to the 5th in the hopes that we could go the 3rd, 4th, and then be there on opening day. We said, well, what if we can't be there on the 3rd or 4th? So then we extended our reservation to include going out and checking out on the 7th. The mindset being, as we get the actual dates and find out if we can go early or not, or on the 3rd or 4th, we can adjust our reservation. If we cannot go in on the third or fourth, then we'll just delay our reservation by two days. Either way, it's going to be a three-night stay. And we're really excited to be back staying at Lowe's Royal Pacific. I know you are hoping, praying, whatever phrase, hoping beyond all hope that the sushi bar will be open. I am. I hope so because they just redid that last year and that whole lobby over at this hotel is amazing. It is beautiful. And we can't wait to go back and stay there again. And because it's one of the deluxe properties, we do get the express pass for when we are in the park. The unlimited express pass. Unlimited express pass. It's a big difference too, because if you don't have the unlimited one, you can only go on each of the rides with express pass one time. You know who else should do this? It rhymes with Disney. They should be doing this. And especially if they did that for the deluxe hotel stays, it would catapult the deluxe hotels, even though normally they're you know, pretty full anyway, but <laughs> they could raise their prices if they included that. So speaking of Disney, there is no information on their opening yet. And anyone who says that they do have the information is lying. But I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, right. So I there think you they're go. open right now. <laughs> Disney Springs, however, is expected to be more completely open, not 100% fully open this week with some of the Disney stores and more of the restaurants. So we can't wait to see what's happening there. They still have a limited capacity for the number of people that can get into Disney Springs, but that place is pretty big. And from what we experienced, you can go listen to our show on Disney Travel Secrets. That place was a ghost town. I did see a picture from last night again over the, the holiday weekend, and this makes me sad how slow they were, how dead. Now, I get it that the Disney-owned shops and restaurants are not open yet, but I can tell you, if we lived locally, we would have been going there every day. And for those of you that were in, you're within a 20 or 30-minute drive of the parks or Disney Springs, go and help these. These are small businesses that have been closed for two months. They really, really need your business. And there were some really great deals, too, in a couple of the boutiques. 50% off. I know, not too shabby. The other really watched area of travel next to the theme parks that has been happening in the U.S. are the cruise lines. And when is cruising happening? This has been like one of the most challenging parts of our job as travel and agents. most controversial <laughs> as far as they're pushing these cruises back like a week at a time. And then the, I will say it, and I'll get in trouble for this, in air quotes, I know I'm not <laughs> supposed to do those, the cruise experts that are on these pages, well, here's what they should do. Here's what they're going to do. Here's what I'm hearing. And it changes like every 20 minutes. Yeah, that one's that's what's been so challenging is that the cancellation penalties change. And in fact, as of last week, Royal still had cruises on the books from like the 15th of June on. And then, of course, those have all been suspended. Well, we knew they weren't going to go. Yeah, we knew they weren't going to go, but they weren't making an announcement about it. And so as of today, we do know that Carnival has officially said they will be sailing a limited number of ships starting August 1st. Now, I think it's 
quite a limited number. I mean, we're talking like maybe less than eight. Like a ship and a half. (laughs) Well, it's a full ship. You can't do half a ship. (laughs) But Royal Caribbean, Disney, and Norwegian, which are the other big mass market ships, have all suspended their cruises through the end of July. And I anticipate it's going to roll possibly into August. We just don't know how far. As an agency that we do a lot of cruising, and that's what we were known for, you know, before we started this agency is we were known as the cruise couple. We did our TV show. We were on ships, you know, four or five, maybe six times a year. So about every other month or so. The cruise lines get hit when any tiny little thing happens. They get hit like any tiny little thing happens at Disney. Oh my gosh, the ship's a floating Petri dish. Well, anybody that says that is a nut job. If we were not designated as a family-friendly show, I would use different language. People that are saying that, that really irritates me because they have no idea. We know how often they're cleaning those ships and they go out of their way. Even when you walk into the dining room, they would be standing there with a bottle of hand sanitizer, not just saying, Hey, go, you know, sanitize your hands here. I'll put it on. Like you'd walk in and they would put it on you. And that's been going on for, you know, a couple of years. It seems like the cruise lines have been hit ridiculously hard. And I, I think they're going to make a really big comeback. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be a little slower than most people anticipate. One cruise line that you and I are keeping a very close eye on, and we were almost going to go for your birthday in July. And I told you that was not going to happen. I know. (laughs) Wishful thinking. You know, we always like to have a trip on the books. You know, like we have New Zealand next year, but that's, you know, a long way way out there. And that cruise line I'm talking about is Silver Sea. And when they open up, we'll be on one of their ships for sure. I cannot wait for that. We did an entire episode on Silver Sea with our friend Joe. All the cabins are suites and they all have butlers. We're talking the tip top of luxury cruising. And I was talking to a friend of ours over there last week and he said, yeah, probably not going to go at this time. However, when we open up, let me know because they'll invite us on as Travel Talk Weekly and we'll do a couple shows on a full report. We'll do live broadcasts. We'll do it all. But Silver Sea has been on our dream trip list. I don't even care where they go. One thing to know about cruising though is if you are looking to plan a cruise, they all have very generous cancellation policies right now. And in fact, we have been booking cruises. Some people are excited to go in September of this year because there are some really, really great prices. We booked some people for December. Again, really good prices. If you are thinking, however, that you're going to get a killer deal over New Year's or Christmas, the answer is no. Those prices are still holding true for what they are. We also see that in the cruise industry, as people are getting that next trip on the books, if you want to go to Alaska, get it booked now. Alaska is basically done as far as cruising for this entire season of 2020. So that means 2021 is going to be in higher demand. And it already is. And we can already book that. Yeah, we can already book that. And I'm already seeing where let's say that you're doing one of those one-way cruises with the land and a cruise tour and you're going from Vancouver up to Anchorage, and you want to be on that starboard side of the ship so you have great views for your entire cruise, guess what? Those balconies are filling up. If you're going to do an Alaska cruise, you need to do a balcony. Our very first cruise was on one of the Holland America ships, the Osterdam, and we were doing it as a job. Well, you were working. I was invited as the new boyfriend. I was not part of the crew, and we had an inside cabin. I I remember we saw not only the balcony cabins, but the head of the company you were working, doing the work for, they had a grand piano. They had their own private Yeah, hot they had tub. the owner suite. It was the Mac Daddy yeah. suite. We didn't know what Luckily, was Luckily, we got to hang out there for a bit, so that we was did, fun. because you were doing some filming. But when it comes to Alaska, I think more than any other destination, well, 
We always get balconies. I think it's especially important on an Alaska cruise. Our goal with Travel Talk Weekly is to inspire you to travel, whether it is in your own backyard or somewhere in the world that you've always wanted to be. And right now, what we are saying is let's get America traveling again. Several episodes ago, we talked about right now there are three types of travelers, and everybody falls in one of these three categories for sure. If you're a traveler. If you're a traveler. You're either going to be that gung-ho traveler. You're like, I will go tomorrow. That's us. That's us. You have the casual traveler saying, you know what? I'd like to get a trip on the books, and we'll kind of see where things are. But I'm cool traveling in November, December. And then you have the conservative traveler. And they are ones that they still want to travel, but they're going to do something way in the future. So there are 2021 summer people for the most part. So you're going to fall into one of those categories. On this week's show, we are talking about the people who are that gung-ho traveler. And now that things are opening up, both in the U.S. and internationally, where you can go. In general, we're seeing that for people who are ready to start traveling right now or in the very near future, they're split between traveling in the U.S. and also internationally. We know people personally and clients who have started traveling. And for the most part, they're maybe just going to go visit mom. They haven't seen her for a while or they're going to see family members, or they're just ready to get out of town. So flights are now available for people that aren't necessarily essential travel. And from what we're getting feedback, because I always ask whenever somebody's on a flight, how was the flight? How full was it? And for the most part, most are like around half to two thirds full. And one of our friends, he was traveling from Florida up to Maine, and he said his flight was packed. And I think a lot of the reason why any flight is going to be packed is because there are a lot fewer flights happening right now. Yeah, it's not about the demand for flights. It's about the supply of the airplanes. Exactly, because a lot have been grounded. International travelers are, are still mixed on whether they should travel to places like Europe. And can they get there and come back without issues? We're not really at this time, we're not sending any of our clients overseas. Correct. Because we don't know what's going to happen. They could be overseas and there could be another outbreak or a resurgence that, you know, people were not expecting all of a sudden, well, you can't come back to the United States. Oh, if you're a citizen, you come back, you have to quarantine for 14 days and you might have to do it, you know, in a hotel, airport, hotel, whatever. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons that the cruise lines are so hesitant to cruise is because most cruises go to international destinations. So we have a trip booked for Europe in the first part of first week of October. Yeah, we have a cruise. And we're probably not going to do it. Right. I mean, it's, it's we just sad. don't know. We've had it on the books <laughs> for a year. And it's just, you know, there was a specific reason we were doing it. And the reason we were doing that, it was on Azamara, which is part of the Royal Caribbean family. And we were doing Athens to Venice because we've never been to Greece other than Corfu, a quick island stop on a cruise. And we thought, okay, it's going to be a great sailing. But it was all three of the Azamara ships, their entire fleet, were going to be in Koper, Slovenia for one night. They call it an Azamazing evening. We talked about it on the Azamara show that we did. And the cruise might still happen. The odds of that, all three ships in one place happening, probably 90% that it won't. And yeah. that was the whole reason exactly. for the cruise. So that maybe probably, too many people gathering together too soon. Yeah, because that would be, I, I, I still have the date in my head, we would be <laughs> meeting everybody October 8th, all three ships. Right. And so if we're not doing that, that takes away the allure of why we were doing this cruise. We do have a lot of clients who are going to be traveling internationally this summer. Mostly, however, they still have things on the books for the Caribbean 
and for Mexico, because countries are starting to open up. And so some people are like, okay, I see that, you know, people in Germany are traveling. So can we get that Germany trip back on the books? And there's a lot of things you need to know. So this week, we are going to go over some tips for different destinations to help you know before you go, if you're thinking, hey, I am a gung-ho traveler, I'm ready to go, get me down to Cancun this weekend. There's definitely some things that you need to know. The U.S. right now, as of today, May 26th, which is the air date of the show, they do have restrictions if you're returning from overseas. Some countries also have requirements if you enter their country from the U.S. So before you book that trip, you have to understand and be very familiar with all of the restrictions. Even within the U.S., there are still restrictions. Yeah, and some people don't realize this. So for example, right now, if you are flying from the Tri-Cities area... There are three airports. If you are flying from that area in New York or like Connecticut and you are coming to Florida, guess what? You are still supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days or the duration of your stay, whichever is shorter. Now they do, you know, a lot of, I've had questions saying, well, how much are they policing this? And they do require you when you arrive, you have to complete a form and they are supposed to be monitoring. So they can call and say, okay, well, where are you at? Have you gone anywhere? Have you self-quarantined? And in fact, even with the phased reopening of Florida for, I, I haven't seen this taken off the mandate yet, but people from Louisiana are not supposed to come into Florida. I mean, they had checkpoints and everything. So you kind of need to know these things. I, and part of it is the abbreviation for Louisiana is LA. And a lot of people think it's Los Angeles. And so they they're don't, confused. They don't want California people coming right now. <laughs> Because it's a little it's a little crazy time. <laughs> so that's the real reason. I love it. Now, Hawaii is also super strict right now. They have a mandatory 14-day quarantine. So before you book that super cheap flight that you are seeing, be aware you may not be able to go and enjoy a real vacation. Yes, you can fly to Hawaii for $350. However, you'll be spending your entire trip at the airport hotel. Exactly. They will bring you a lay. And a pineapple. I don't even it. think they'll do that. They probably won't. <laughs> probably just, not. They'll spray the lay with Clorox and slip <laughs> it under your door. <laughs> Canada is still closed. The, the border is shut down until June 21st. Even if you did go there, 14-day quarantine. So who's going to go to Canada just to stay in Canada and be quarantined for 14 days? Yeah, not me. Technically, the term quarantine, that came from Venice back in the day when they had ships coming in and quarantine meant 40 days. So technically this is, you can say quarantine for seven days, quarantine for 14. The real meaning is 40 days. Interesting. Did not know that. You're just a wealth of knowledge. As far as you know, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Mexico, though. See. Si. Oh, very good. So several other resorts in Cancun, Riviera Maya, and Cabo recently announced they are reopening starting the second and third weeks of June. That is exciting news for sure. We expect Mexico, though, to do a huge tourism campaign with lots of great offers to bring people back as they have really relied on tourism and have been hit very, very hard. We may have to reach out to our contact at Hard Rock. I would gladly visit their Hard Rock all-inclusive just to make sure that it's safe for the rest of the country to come down. Oh, you'll make some sacrifices, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll volunteer a couple days. Now, they are one of the countries that hasn't really put out what a lot of their restrictions may be when tourists come back into Mexico. Actually, they have them out. They're just in Spanish, and we we can't read read Spanish. Spanish. Okay, there There you go. (laughs) Now, real close to Mexico, at least the, the east side of Mexico, is the Caribbean, and we are seeing a slow reopening over here. 
many of those flights are 100% just canceled to the different islands and every single island is different. So this is where the Caribbean gets very tricky. We know a lot of people are like, I want to go and get a great offer going to Jamaica, or maybe you want to go to Punta Cana. Right now we're seeing Punta Cana is not going to open back up and that's Dominican Republic. The DR. The DR until mid-July-ish. That's what it's looking like over there. I would go to Jamaica, particularly in some of these places, specifically if I was going to go to like a sandals resort where you know they're going to completely keep that place clean, but also locked down. So you can still enjoy the vacation, all the, the great food and drinks and activities and lounging and relaxing and all the services they provide within their own, I will say, compound. But keep in mind, though, they still have to follow the rules set by the government of each of the countries. Of course. So, for example, St. Lucia has some, they have three beautiful sandals resorts in St. Lucia. But here's the requirements there, is that when they do reopen, which is starting June 1st for some people, but they are requiring visitors to present a certified proof of a negative COVID-19 test within 48 hours of boarding their flight to St. Lucia. They're the only ones that I read about that are requiring that. So they also, on top of that, are going to have masks and social distancing required during your stay. And I'm sure most of the resorts will do that at some. And that's their phase one. Their phase two, the government there is saying that's going to start on August 1st. So we'll see how things change. But that's kind of important stuff to know before you go. I think it's very important because in general, before you book a flight... You not only need to know and really understand all the requirements for going there, but what will happen once you're there. Do you have to wear a mask and whatever other limitations that they have in place? This is not going to be like Disney Springs where you're like, oh, I'm going to take a drink. I'll take the mask off. You do not want to mess around with that stuff in a foreign country. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you, may be, you may be quarantined for 6 to 12 months in a friendly jail. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Now, as for Europe, things here are really, really fluid. I, we recommend you wait a little bit longer. Some of these countries are just starting to open their borders to their neighbors. And so things are very, very different. You know it's important if Oktoberfest is shut down. Yeah. You know there is some crazy stuff going on if you can't go to Oktoberfest. Yeah, well, that kind of gives you an indication of how long they plan to be shut down, at least the Germans And do. that does worry me a little bit. Greece is also a country they're planning to reopen its tourism season in mid to late June. Their goal is to be fully reopened to tourists by July 1st. However, while they aren't going to require a quarantine, Americans are not on the list of the first group of countries that will be welcomed back. So again, just know before you book your flight. Even a stopover in another country on the way could disrupt your plans. Yeah, so no no Greece real soon. And that's another reason why you and I are thinking this cruise at the beginning of October, most likely not going to happen for us. Too many variables. Now, Italy. Oh, we love Italy. I know. I, that's that's one that really is like, man, if I was, if I was going to go someplace in Europe, it would be Italy. They are they are coming back. They're making a really good comeback. They are. and But they have been one of the hardest hit. And the good news, though, is tourism is starting to reopen there. And in fact, the first week of June is kind of their official restart. They are opening up museums. I think St. Peter's Basilica is going to start opening. Here's what's unique about Italy, though, is that the regions kind of control what happens kind of like the states in the U.S. And so each of the regions have their own restrictions. And right now, Americans are not welcome. And we look forward to really supporting the tourism in Italy once it opens. It's a destination on most people's probably top three dream trip list, I would guess. But for now, ciao, ciao. Yeah, ciao, ciao. (laughs) And speaking of not welcome, let's talk about China and Hong Kong. Nope, nothing to say. 
Yeah. Nothing to see here, folks. Keep moving. Don't <laughs> even think about it. Now, real close by is Japan. And this one's been interesting. It's actually one of the few places that did not have a stay-at-home order and have actually avoided a huge outbreak, unlike other Asian countries. Sadly, the Olympics were postponed. The Disney parks there, they're closed. Tokyo Disney Sea, I know. Yeah. So not much of a reason to go, but I would not put Japan on your list quite yet. There's a reason why they've kind of locked their country down, including visitors coming in. You know welcome here. No. <laughs> you get out. No buffet. No buffet. <laughs> For U.S. citizens, the best place to understand requirements before you book that international trip is to check the website travel.state.gov. And if you live in another country, we do know we have some international listeners, and you plan to visit the U.S., you should check with your local government just to make sure you know what's required. If you are ready, though, to jump on an international trip this summer sometime, I think your best bets are going to be somewhere in the Caribbean and Mexico. I've already started seeing some flights, like Southwest has started opening up some flights to go to places like Cabo or Cancun. Cancun's going to be huge. Yeah, or into Jamaica. That's going to be, when Cancun is officially open, that's going to be like the floodgates. They have the biggest number of all-inclusive resorts in the world. Yeah. So we will continue to monitor the state of travel here at Travel Talk Weekly. And next week, we are going to share what will be one of the hottest destinations to travel to in the U.S. and one that is drivable from nearly every city. And we'll show you the way the Travel Channel's Samantha Brown did it. And here's a hint. It's something that I want to do, but Carrie doesn't. This is true. <laughs> so that's a wrap for this week. Thanks for tuning in this week and let us know if we can help you with your next vacation. If you do have any questions, you can email Serena, S-E-R-E-N-A, Serena at creatingmagicvacations.com. Until then, stay safe, Get a vacation on the book so you have something to look forward to, even if it is for 2021. And remember this, it's a great, big, beautiful world. And even though you can't go everywhere right now, at least get a trip on the books. And remember, never stop exploring. <laughs>